The antidote. The antidote. The antidote. The antidote. The antidote. The antidote. You're listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Yes, it's 
This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Our lead-off track, Context, comes from our feature artist for tonight, Old Brother. I first heard this Atlanta-based band back in 2009 with their second EP, The Death of Day, and their unique blend of genres and sort of dark themes given in their music really grabbed my attention. So this certainly wasn't the typical style of music that you usually find from a faith-based artist. But I like their honest lyrics and their music is really it's second to none. The band grabbed a key opening spot on Thrice's Farewell Tour last spring, which is where I finally had a chance to see what Old Brother was like during a live set. And they're epic. <laughs> Old Brother returned to Toronto a few weeks ago for a date at the Hard Lock during their first headline tour in support of their new album, Disillusion. So I had a chance to spend some time with the band that night, and you're going to be hearing parts of that conversation tonight. So we're going to head into the music of Old Brother with the great release, which is found from their on their The Death of Day EP.
The antidote is in Toronto with Johnny and Jordan of Old Brother, who are visiting Toronto on their current North American tour. But now we're going to start with the most important question of all. You've given Sriracha as a band interest. So how hooked are you guys on Thai food, and where do you find the best Thai food? Thai food is actually my my favorite food because it's the spiciest. Um, sriracha, actually, I grew up eating that with Vietnamese food, so it's like kind of all across the board with Oriental food. But Thai, I love I love Thai in general. It's really good. We had some really good Thai in Hollywood. Yeah, we did. And it was vegan Thai. Restaurant. Yeah, it was a vegan Thai restaurant and. Only our front of house engineer is vegan, <laughs> and none of us are, but it was incredible. It was really good. Um, some good Thai spots in Atlanta, for sure. Yeah, It's always like, when you crave it, you go and you have it, and it's like, oh, that's you get satisfied for whenever you're craving it again. We do keep sriracha in the van at all times. We put it on basically everything. I have kids that can manage that, but I don't. Old Brother seems to be constantly on tour. How many dates do you guys actually play each year? Um, the past three or four years, we've been doing just over 200 shows a year. So meaning absolutely no home time. Uh, this this year actually has been the most time spent at home. I mean, as far as playing shows, probably four weeks altogether. Yeah. It was like two weeks Australia, two weeks here, and that was it. We were here all summer, and so now we just started the first headline. So yeah, had plenty of time at home this year. Well, music of Old Brother has been pretty tough to define. I've heard you guys described as both ambient rock, uh, post-rock, grunge, post-metal, psychedelic, indie rock. I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. But how would you define Old Brother's sound? I mean... Some of those are on point, yeah, like ambient, I would say some psychedelic, but it's not like, you know, Animal Collective or anything. It's not like trippy. I mean, I don't know, in in, in any way possible, I guess, in an ambient sense and in a metal or rock sense, if you, I think, just heavy. Maybe maybe post-rock instrumental, but with vocals, because a lot of people compare us with instrumental bands that are like post-rock. But if you add vocals with that, it kind of adds a completely different time. Sort of kills the definition then, doesn't it? (laughs) Still (laughs) post-rock. The Vision of Man from Old Brother. Some strange love slowly sinks. Thou hast 
Each of the releases from Old Brother carry a theme. You don't seem to be too concerned about producing a top single, but a body of work. Now, does that make the songwriting process harder or easier? I would say a little bit harder, actually, but um, it's not like that we go out of our way to make it like a concept record, but we do work on a lot of transitions from song to song and within the song, so I feel like that's what kind of makes it one unique piece. And as much as we don't make a point to write singles, we also don't make a point to make it, like you said, a concept album, but it kind of naturally happens that way, I guess, because when we're writing, we just... Also, part of it is just saying what's bad, what sounds bad, and what sounds good, and a lot of it is making sure that it sounds the best it can possibly sound, at least to our ears, and then make sure that all that flows together, like you said, with transitions and stuff, making sure that it all... I guess it kind of winds up one big body of art. We like cohesive records. Like... Whenever we listen to a record at home or in the van, they're usually like from front to back. We don't really just listen to songs or, you know, one specific track. Whenever we listen to music, we usually listen to it from all, all the way through. You're a rarity. <laughs> yeah, most people, I guess, don't have the attention span to do that. Yeah. But we, Our fans aren't, they're patient. Yeah. Let's yeah. just say that. It's a thinking man's music. That's what it is. Old Brother is no hesitation recording lengthy songs. I mean, many are in the nine-minute-plus range. So is a story in a song better told in a longer format? I think we can cover a lot more ground with the length of the songs. Um, it's hard for us to write, like, three- or four-minute songs. Uh, we have a few of those on this record, but it's usually, like, I guess, the, the normal format of a rock song. But the longer songs that we have veer off into a completely different yeah. world and level and stuff like that, and we somehow like come back to it. And those are our favorite songs to write and play. Those are the ones with the you have the most ideas, and we throw it all into one big pot, and you kind of I don't know because there's a lot of things that you like that you don't want to get rid of, and so usually we kind of just find a way to tie into each other. In 2011, Old Brother released their first full-length, The Tremendous Garden Window. And here's one of those great songs from that album called Lay Down.
On your first LP, Garden Window, the album ranged pretty extensively in a musical sense, but on Dissolution, you seem to become a little more focused. So was that an intentional change? Um, I think for Garden Window, we just kind of wanted to experiment with a lot of, not just sounds, but like songs. And for this one, I feel like we were more focused because we knew exactly what, not, we didn't know exactly what it was going to sound like or how it was going to come out. But we wanted it to be different than Garden Window. I mean, I think that it's definitely matured from what Garden Window was. And I think that when writing them, I mean, I don't think we weren't like planning out, okay, here's the theme for this and we need to make this one heavy and this one soft. It kind of definitely all just happened kind of quickly. We wrote the majority of it in a couple weeks. I think from there it became focused when it came to the editing part and making things flow together, especially like where, like you were saying earlier, transitions between songs. I'd say it's definitely more focused, maybe more matured. Let's talk about the new album. You've titled it Disillusion. So what has disillusioned Oh Brother? Um, Tanner wrote all of the lyrics. It's kind of one big theme. And I think overall, 
um, that you could say it is just a healthy questioning of things um, and what you believe and what you think and a kind of a struggle within. Um, yeah, you know, I would say that's a good outline of what they mean. Disillusion is somewhat dark and it draws other listeners and emotions, but it's not entirely negative. What hope can be found in disillusionment? I think questioning things and probing things like your faith and what you believe in and the struggles you go through in life are not necessarily a bad thing. It doesn't really have to be in a negative connotation because there's always going to be, you find an answer when you question things and you kind of find what is true at the end of it. And so I feel like, I mean, regardless of me not writing the lyrics or the coming up with the title of this album, to me, I feel like there's, um, like he said, a healthy questioning of everything. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing.
was the title track from Old Brother's new Dissolution album. And now let's look into Perilous Love. Yeah. 
on Disillusion that really grabbed my attention was Oblivion. Can you give us the background on that song? Well, I don't know. How did we write? Because the first, I mean, obviously the first and second half are kind of separate in, in how we, yeah, completely in how we did it. Um, lyrically, I don't know the background between why it was written, but definitely musically. What, who was it that started with the, was it the drum beat that was created first? Was it Michael? Yeah. I mean, I, or I something. Think, and then... I think Tanner came up with that first um, like opening riff, but that drum beat was already existent. And we kind of all just tied it together as soon as the um, the, oh, yeah, the opening riff. You know, having fun with a upbeat opening and did all that. But then the second part, I can't remember how we did that, but we were all just kind of sitting there and slowly jamming, and it just kind of built up and it got huge, mm-hmm. and it just kind of happened all at once. We're like, okay, that has to be in the song. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it was like the quietest part of the entire record, and then I think the loudest part at the end. I don't, I don't know how that came about. We just kind of sat in the room. I do remember it kind of happening accidentally, though, for sure, because we were definitely just sitting there, and it just kind of evolved, and it didn't change much. The very end, the huge build-up from what it originally was when we did it.
I am Jordan McGinn. I'm Johnny Dang. And we play in O Brother. And you're listening to The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Talk about the art. Talk about the image, the theme that you're trying to give for the actual cover, the physical packaging of Disillusion. The um, the front and back cover of the record is actually, the painting is called Questions and Answers. And um, we got one of our friends to lay out all of the artwork. He works for a company called Iron Forge in Florida. But he also has a friend that he's been kind of collaborating for a few years. Um his friend is from Russia, and his name is Yaroslav. And he did all of the illustrations in the, the album artwork. And we kind of went through his gallery to pick out what we thought fit best with our songs and the record as a whole. So um, 
we really liked the floating head in the in the sky and the little human. It just kind of has like an endless questions uh, vibe to it. So that is what we chose as a front cover. And in on the inside, which a lot of people haven't seen unless they've picked up a vinyl, has a lot of um, massive like uh, what would you call them like. Uh, well, the statues yeah. like, that are built into the mountain. And then the whole recurring theme of the wandering man who, you know, wandering in question, possibly disillusion. I think it all kind of plays a little, I don't know, apart with each other. Yeah. The little man that was on the front cover is actually on a cliff in the middle of the inside of the artwork. But he's surrounded with uh, massive, like, uh, statues that are living beings. It kind of just has that like Lord of the Rings vibe to it. I don't really know how to explain it or describe it, but um, I think it ties a lot with the music. Thanks for checking out the antidote and our feature on the uniquely talented band, Oh Brother. Next Wednesday, we air the first of a two-part series on cover songs. And all these aren't like the cover songs you find old gray-haired guys singing at some backwards bar. Now, we're going to be listening to a number of Christian faith-based artists who have uh, recorded their own versions of some classic rock songs. The Antidote will also be speaking to two bands, Striper and the Echoing Green, about their cover songs and why they chose to record them. So trust me, this is going to be fun. Tune in to Trent Radio 92.7 FM Peterborough next Wednesday at 9 to find out what it's all about. But the end of the hour is coming up fast, and Praying Mantra is set to come on at 10. So let's finish up with our look at the music of Old Brother. So we'll see you next week. One final point. Johnny, I've been losing a lot of hair over the last few years, and you seem to have a wealth of it. So I want to know if you can actually give me some of yours. I will, I will donate as much hair to you as you want. <laughs> Okay, my thanks go to Johnny and Jordan of Old Brother for meeting with The Antidote. And guys, I really appreciate both your music and your, the time you spent with us. Thank you for having us. This is the process elimination that I'm soon to rediscover. This is a broken communication that goes in one ear and not your other. <laughs>